Welcome to this week's marketing show. We're going to talk about problem solving and pivoting in business and, and not just in business, but in life. And I'd like to welcome this week's guest, Joe Sutton. He's a speaker, consultant, serial problem solver, and published author of the Zero Sum Game Book. Welcome, Joe. Happy to have you here today. Oh, great. It's great to be here. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. Let's yeah, talk about absolutely. the problem solving, right? Yes. And pivoting. How do we pivot? I mean, I feel like I feel like that's been the number one word through the whole pandemic and everything else, which let's yeah, it's, it, bit about that. It's like, it's like a it's like the new word. And when people ask me, how'd you pivot? And I'm thinking, well, it's not so much pivoting, it's like allowing your business to grow in a different direction, but it's not so quick. So mm -hmm. when people think about pivoting, they think like they're going to turn the corner and all of a sudden money's going to come in. That's not yes. really what it, that, the book doesn't tell that. The book basically tells uh, a tale of two Joes, uh, one that was uh, driven by ego. And then the other Joe who had to clean up the mess after the ego Joe brought down the business. So it, 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 I think the number one thing in the book is Egos don't belong in business. Mm. Leave your ego at home and you focus on your business in the slow and steady uh, day by day. It does get boring sometimes. Uh, you know, your business is moving along and you want to, you know, you want to go into hyperdrive. Mm -hmm. What's what I did? I went into hyperdrive and, um, and then the perfect storm of 2008 occurred and I couldn't get away fast enough. So Yes, it was a very, very, very difficult period. And that's what the book centers around that period of time. And the 10 years after the collapse in me bringing it back. Awesome. So that is the main message of your book, how you brought it back, how you're the new Joe, the guy without the ego, right? <laughs> well, yeah, we, yeah. After the ego thing, I uh, decided that, you know, I lost 10 years of my life. Hmm. by um by trying to clean up the mess that my ego got got me into so um when i when i do speak i speak of leave your ego at home because there's no place for it in business and as far as the whole notion of pivoting which is like that new new word that's been out there um pivot wisely take your time see it before you do it and if you can do that then you have a you have a pretty decent chance of a successful business. Um, bring your humility out because you'll need your you, your humility, and and you just be prepared for down cycles as you would really when you're in your own you know you're in your own home living your life because life is down cycles up cycles. Absolutely. So if, if there's business owners listening, which there is today, what what would be the top three things you think you learned in this process and then or process? You can see my you can do accent. that process. I, I like process, the, I process. Like the, I like the Canadian accent, so it's fun. <laughs> I'm giving it all away. I'm giving it all away. What are the top three things you think you learned in this in this process? Definitely humility. There is no question about it not panicking at the thought of failure. You know, everyone has this whole thing about failure, right? It's yes. like the stigma. I think it's so ridiculous. I think you should be, you should be prepared to fail. 
And you are going to fail at something. I mean, you can't be absolutely perfect, right. but you can't be afraid of it. And if you're afraid of failing, and if you're panicking at the thought of that failure, you may as well, you're going to succumb. Yeah. So that was the, the one thing that, you know, I did. Now, don't get me wrong. When you lose millions in a matter of four weeks, um, you do curl up in a corner and you do you know, feel sorry for yourself for a couple of days. But then you got to, you know, pick yourself up, figure it out. And that's what I did. Yeah, absolutely. So talk to me about what pick yourself up and figure it out means for uh, like an entrepreneur, right? You're you know, uh, a mid-sized business. What, what, what are the steps? First thing I did was cut expenses mm. because this was going to be a significant recession. I knew it. It hit the, the real estate industry very, very hard. And since real estate is part of a huge part of uh, GDP, mm-hmm. I knew that the real estate market going down was going to absolutely affect the overall economy. And I knew we were going to be going into a recession. You just ha- you just know it. Mm-hmm. So first thing, cut expenses. It's painful. You got to let people go. Mm-hmm. You've got to negotiate humbly with your lenders and your landlords and your counterparties because that is going to you have to save money. Mm-hmm. So it's the process of saying, OK, I'm now in survival mode after I've got myself out of the corner after I've been weeping for two days. And mm-hmm. now I got to get myself I got to get myself out of the corner and I now have to cut expenses. So at the height uh, to the to the to the trough, I think I must have cut 75 percent of my expenses. Wow, great. And then from there, um, I made peace with the worst case, mid case and best case scenario. And whatever happened, happened. And I was going to do my best to work through it. And that was it. Awesome. I I didn't look back. Um, And then the third thing, and I think this is the most important thing in in business, is, you know, when you make a decision and you say, okay, I'm making this decision and, and you've got so many variables that are attacking that decision. Why are you making that decision? How, once you've made it, move forward. Because 10 years later, you're not going to remember all of those variables that went into that decision. You're just going to remember, I made that decision. Right. And I remember specifically 10 years ago, making this incredibly difficult decision. And I, I said to myself, now don't look back and say, regret it. You're going to say to yourself, I had a lot of things happening, and this is, this is the reason why it probably happened this way. And never regret decisions, ever. You, you can't take them back. Absolutely. So I, I think a little bit in there, risk, right? Risk and don't regret. Just move forward. and Mindful risk. Mindful risk. Absolutely. Absolutely. My risk that got me in trouble was um, arrogant risk. and that was not thoughtful. Um, so that's the that's the problem I found with myself, and I had to correct it. Um, and it was um, it was a difficult path ten years, twelve years worth of uh, of struggle. But it it ended up working out to where now everything is recovered, and I couldn't be any happier. Absolutely. So who who do you think your book is is targeted at? Do you think it's one specific group of people or is it a broad range or talk to me a little bit about that? Um, The feedback from the readers, from people who bought the book, 
some have said this has been like a psychological assistance for me because I thought I was the only one mm. who absolutely got hammered during this period of time. And some have read it two or three times and said, I just felt such relief. Mm. I guess misery loves company, right? Yeah. But that's <laughs> it's true, though. When we're going through a tough time, whether it be in business, life, whatever, we Correct. think we're the only person that's ever, that's ever right. walked this road, right? That's right. So they, they, um, so they felt at least some calm. Now, we're trying to target this more towards the educational field. Uh, I mean, I, I, the reality is I really shouldn't be here. I mean, the, the truth is I was so over leveraged. We had this perfect economic storm that was just wiping banks out left and right. And I shouldn't be here. So I'm thankful that the universe <laughs> got me here and I'm going to pay it forward. And that's really the point. And I'm going to pay. I want to pay it forward to young entrepreneurs mm -hmm. who are maybe have just gotten started, mm -hmm. uh, maybe fledgling, maybe fledgling entrepreneurs are not quite out of school yet. Um, I just want I want to look at them and say, let me tell you, money doesn't fall from the sky and you're going to have to work really hard. <laughs> you have to be prepared to work 15, 16 hours a day to build your business and you better love it. And if you yes. don't love what you do, you won't, you will absolutely not defend it in a downturn. And that's, that's the lesson. Yeah. I was going to ask you, what's the goal? I think that's the goal, right? That's the goal. That's the goal. Have passion, drive, um, you know, you talked, I was obviously uh, on your LinkedIn and follow you and, and you say, you know, you need tenacity, humility, and willingness to do everything and anything to keep yourself, your business, whatever from failing work hard pays off. Well, right? well, yes, I was, I was ahead of the curve the, the story goes in the storyline basically is since I was a lender, I was the person that lent money to people who wanted to buy homes. Mm -hmm. The, the the environment was when when the collapse occurred, don't pay your mortgage, don't pay your mortgage, don't pay your mortgage, no one paid their mortgage. That means no one paid me. So I was repossessed, I was repossessing houses. And you should see some of the stuff that you I saw coming into some of these homes. It was horrific. I can't even describe it to you. But the book will detail several stories as it, it's comical now, but it's not, it, it wasn't at the time. Absolutely. And the book, the book wasn't, wasn't, I didn't just think I'm going to write a book. Mm -hmm. I, um, it was my psychiatrist who said, you need to journal. And my psychiatrist says, start journaling now. And he put me on meds because I was crazy with trying to find a solution that where a solution just wasn't possible. And um, that's how the book came out. Wow. Someone read my, my, uh, my journal. My friend of mine read my journal and said, this is really good. And five years later, here we are. Wow. Well, like they say, right? Lots of positive comes out of pain. Yes. And you, cannot have, you cannot grow without it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Joe, it has been so good to get to hear your story, a little bit of your story. I'm excited to read your book. I haven't yet, but I will. And uh, if the listener wants to find your book, where can they find your book and connect with you? It's on Amazon. You can get it. Uh, the Zero Sum Game, Joseph A. Sutton. It pops right up. Um, visit me on my LinkedIn page. Um, 
hashtag the zero sum game that takes you right to other links to uh, to buy the book. I will guarantee you in the in the in the the comments from readers are you won't put it down. You'll start it and you won't put it down. And some have said I've I had to wake I had to shake my husband to to turn the light off at four o'clock in the morning because he was reading the book. Wow, so, that's awesome. So it's 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 a page turner. You know, reader one sitting. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your vulnerability. Congratulations on what you've done and your success. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Marketing Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please like, share, and subscribe to get the latest B two B insights to help you market and sell to win.